Gitin, Perik Base, Mishnah Zion 2.7. And now the Mishnah says that not only are is anyone allowed to act as a shaliach, but even uh, relatives who are suspected of having ill will towards uh, the wife in question, um, we would believe them as well. So the background here is that the Mishnah in Yevamos enumerates five categories of relatives where there is a halachic assumption that these relatives have built in enmity, ill will, against a married woman. And in all five cases, basically the issue is one of financial, but the, whatever it is, they would like to see this woman's marriage um, potentially be messed up. And therefore, back in Yevamos, it's taught that although normally we believe any witness, even an Eid Echad, to report that a woman's husband died, allowing her to remarry, so she shouldn't be in a guna, um, these five relatives who don't trust the report because we suspect maybe they just want to mess this woman up. They tell her that her husband is dead. She then remarries. Turns out her husband's alive, but now she can't go back. So she's been pushed out of the picture. So these five relatives, um, they're not usually believed regarding um, the divorce or separation of a, a woman and her husband, but they are believed in our Mishnah to act as shlichim to deliver a get. And uh, as we'll see, the specific cases, they're believed to say, specifically. Uh, and the Mishnah says, inside, I'll explain more in a moment. It says, Even those five categories of relatives who are not believed to report that a woman's husband died, they are believed to be the agents, the shluchos, to deliver her get, and more specifically to report, Who are these five women? They're Chamosa, her mother-in-law, Uvas Chamosa, literally means her the daughter of her mother-in-law, I, what we would call her sister-in-law, Vitsarasa, her co-wife, so she has another wife. In all three of those cases, the concern is really economic. These women don't want to share their son or brother or husband's resources with this woman, so they want to get out of the picture. Um, Vitsarasa, of course, also just the time and attention. Um, the Yavimta. Yavimta is the potential um, candidate for Yibum. So the situation there is, let's see, of two husbands, their brothers, uh, we'll call them Avram and Yitzchak, and Avram has a wife named Sarah, Yitzchak has a wife named Rivka. Um, now, if Avram dies childless, so the laws of Yibum say that his wife Rivka should go marry his brother Yitzchak, obviously Yitzchak's wife Rivka is not excited about that, so Rivka would love to see Sarah get out of the picture, that's the Yavimta case. Um, and Bas Ba'ala, literally the daughter of her husband, means her stepdaughter. Okay, so these five categories of women are assumed, are, are suspected, I should say, of having ill will towards this woman, and therefore we wouldn't believe them if they said that her husband died. But they do believe, we do believe them if they um, bring a get and say, So the Gemara says, well, wait a second. What's the difference? In both cases, you're potentially setting the woman to be messed up. So the Mishnah says, because the writing on the get proves it. Meaning, taken on face value, that we're not just taking these women's word for it that the, her husband divorced her. It's more than that. There's actually a get with signatures, so you see there's a lot of evidence to support the fact that the husband divorced her, and it's not just that we're taking her word for it. Now, while that kind of is true, there's a lot more to the story. And the story is like this. 
When a woman brings, a, uh, when any shaliach brings a get across the border and says, delivering a get that has signatures on it, so then at that point, the get is assumed to be valid. And if the husband would contest the get, we wouldn't listen to him. So that being the case, the woman in question, the wife who's not getting divorced, really can't get messed up because in every bezdin we will enforce the divorce so she can move on and she doesn't get messed up. Now, that's only true over the border when we're relying on the befanei nechta, befanei nechtam as like, I'll call it a leniency. If we're talking about get delivered from Eretz Yisrael to Eretz Yisrael, so then if the husband comes and contests the get, we actually would force the woman to um, confirm or authenticate the signature. So she could get messed up if the get were a fraud, which means that in Eretz Yisrael, if the get has been delivered within Eretz Yisrael, so we would not believe these five women to be the shlich, and we wouldn't accept them because we were afraid they were trying to mess things up for this woman because she could get messed up if later on the husband contests the get. Whereas if they're delivering overseas, so then the ksav stands alone, we look at the get, we accept the testimony of these five women, and the woman cannot get messed up because we wouldn't even list her husband if he contested the legitimacy of the get, therefore she's safe. So that means, bottom line, the mission is true, but it's only true regarding the declaration of when these women are delivering Gitten across the border. Locally, they would not be believed, uh, presuming unless, of course, the get was a Mekuyam, if it was confirmed in a Bezdin to be legitimate, then, of course, we believe them because they're not, we're not relying on them at all. There's a third party to confirm it. Okay. The last part of the Mishnah is also really quite surprising. We have a situation, um, which is not as the Mishnah reads exactly. Um, the Mishnah simply reads, Ha'isha atzma mavi gita. A woman herself could be the shaliach to bring her own get. As long as she says the get was written and signed in front of me. So now, what in the world is the case here? The case is that the husband, just being a rather difficult character to make his, life, his wife's life miserable, he gives her a get, but she, he says, listen, I'm not giving you a get as my wife. I'm giving you a get specifically as a shaliach laholacha to bring the get to some other bezdin, because I'm making a tanai. I'm saying this get is not effective um, here. It only will be effective if it's delivered to you from a bezdin in Timbuktu. So I'm appointing as my shaliach to bring the get to Timbuktu, and the bezdin there will then deliver the get to you. So in that ridiculous scenario, we set up this condition, although it's not very nice, um, it is binding. He can set up a condition to give the get. So now the woman isn't divorced when she sees her get, because she's not getting a get as a woman to be divorced. She's getting it simply as the delivery girl. So as the delivery girl, um, she will have to bring it now to Timbuktu, based on that stipulation. And um, although we would, and this is a really important point, if a woman would just show up in Timbuktu with a get and say, I'm a divorced woman, here's my get, we would believe her, okay? But in this case, um, she knows in her heart of hearts that's not true. She's not divorced yet until she receives the get from that bezid in Timbuktu, so now she has to deliver it to them. And although it doesn't really make sense that she should have to then make the declaration, because it would be believed even without that, she has a migo, but since there's the a basic rule that says the delivery agent, the shliach, has to make the declaration, she will too. So that's the unusual and unique situation of our Mishnah. Um, but in such a case, the woman could act as the shliach, but if she does, she must still declare, b'fanenechtav, b'fanenechtam.